The phrase has been coined, it's been penned by so many people before, but I prefer to think of it in song form. Who says you can't go home? Bon Jovi, Jennifer Nettles of Sugarland. Well, that question has been answered. Kerry Coombs says you can go home. He did indeed go home on Monday as it was announced officially that he will be the new defensive backs coach at Ohio State, also co-defensive coordinator with Greg Madison. Welcome back to Locked on Buckeyes. I am your show host, Kyle Lamb. As you can probably tell from the lead-in, we will be discussing Coombs' return to the Ohio State University and what it means for Ohio State, his role at Ohio State this upcoming season, what it will mean on the field and off the field with recruiting. All that coming up here on Locked on Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State football and basketball podcast. Please give us a find and follow on your favorite podcasting platform, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, many of your third-party platforms, or simply say play Locked on Buckeyes on your smart speakers. Be sure to give me a follow on Twitter at KYLAM8. Find the show at Locked on Buckeyes Singular. And be sure to tell all your friends about the show, both on your favorite podcasting platforms and on Twitter. Coming up next, more on Kerry Coombs' return to the Buckeyes. Next time Ohio State loses an assistant coach to a head coaching position, as an NFL coordinator, wherever they happen to go, I want you to remember this day. And it's not just this day. It's one of many days for Ohio State. But the bottom line is the Buckeyes will always have their pick of the litter. They're always going to pick out of the youngest or the brightest or the best coaching candidates in the country, okay? Ohio State and Alabama, at least for the last five to ten years especially, have been the kings of the castle when it comes to coaching maneuvers. Kerry Coombs is just proof, and I know he's an Ohio guy, so he has roots here. There are some extenuating circumstances with him returning, but he's just another in a long line of examples that when Ohio State loses a Jeff Halfley to Boston College, I beg and plead Buckeye Nation to please not flip out about it because Ohio State is always going to have their sights set on the next great assistant coach that will come in and command respect of future recruits and they will recruit the best of the best. They'll develop and they'll get guys ready for the NFL. Joey Bosa, Marshawn Lattimore, Nick Bosa, three out of the last four NFL Rookies of the year have been defensive players from Ohio State. And there is a real chance that is going to become four out of five next season when Ohio State has Chase Young and Jeffrey Okuda as top five picks most likely in this year's NFL draft with a great chance of them turning in sensational rookie seasons themselves. They are NFL ready because Ohio State... Well, number one, they have Larry Johnson, and he that guy is a freak of nature when it comes to coaching up defensive linemen. 
but they always have the next great defensive coordinator, the next great defensive backs coach, linebackers coach, on the offensive side of the ball, receivers coach, offensive line. Look, Ohio State is the it school when it comes to attracting candidates, coaching candidates, okay? Some of it's because of money, resources, brand name prestige. This university, the name Cachet, you know, think of George Costanza from Seinfeld. Oh, it has Cachet, baby. Okay, this program helps guys get to their next destination. And some of them will think of it as a destination job. Most of them are going to want to be head coaches someday, and that's okay. That's what drives them. That's the reason that they spend 16 hours a day, sometimes 18 to 20 hours a day, in the Woody Hayes Athletic Facility during the season to try to get ready for the next opponent, to try to get ready for the next game. Okay, these guys give, trust me, they give it their all, especially during the season. It's insane the hours and work that they put in. And most of them are doing it because they want to have their own team someday. They want to have their own some their own program. They want to be the head honcho. So you need to be receptive to that if you're Ryan Day. You need to know that your assistants have the same dream you had of becoming the head coach of the Ohio State University. Fortunately for Ohio State, it's not just the name. They're not just a a stop along the way and a long path to becoming a head coach, but they're willing to pay for it, and they're willing to get the best coaching and development and game planning possible because they're getting the best guys possible. Kerry Coombs is just a reminder. I want people to remember that the next time, whether it's Kerry Coombs going off to Cincinnati, and by the way, if Luke Bickle leaves Cincinnati, and I don't think he's going to, but if he does, I actually think they're going to just promote Marcus Freeman within as the head coaching job. I know there has been some talk whether or not Kerry Coombs would take over there if, if Bick Weber left. That's a possibility, but I think Freeman is next in line should that happen. But if Coombs or Al Washington or if Larry Johnson retires, God forbid, whatever happens, I just want people to remember Ohio State is going to be okay. They are going to get a replacement that's going to be good. They're going to be fine. Like there has been too much hand-wringing over assistant coaches when, when assistant coaches leave. And I don't understand it because Ohio State has been churning out quality assistant coaches for as long as I've been alive. Certainly in the last 20 years, if you think of it all I think something like 17 coaches have been have left for assistant coaching jobs. It's been in, or, or for uh, assistant coaches have left for head coaching jobs or jobs as coordinators in the NFL. Ohio State has been doing this. Trestle Meyer, long time ago, Earl Bruce, Woody Hayes. Think about all the great assistants that used to be assistants at Ohio State. Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Dom Capers. You go down the list, and there are Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame guys that have coached at Ohio State since the 70s. It, it is insane, you know. And Bo Schimbeckler, of course, came from Ohio, came from the Woody Hayes coaching cradle and went to Michigan. It's, it's insane the number and quality of top-notch Ohio State coaching assistants that have gone elsewhere 
to be, be, be name head coaches. So this is not a new thing. I want Ohio State fans to remember this from here on out. The next time an assistant coach accepts a job as a head coaching job, either in the NFL, in college, a coordinator job in the NFL, please remember this day. Kerry Coombs is another example of why Ohio State fans need not panic when somebody leaves for greener pastures. In a second, we'll be back with more on Kerry Coombs to Ohio State and what it means for the 2020 Buckeyes. Now let's get down to the nitty-gritty of the matter. Kerry Coombs back as defensive co- uh, defensive backs coach for Ohio State. So first and foremost, the role. Some people have asked what his situation is. The reason he came to Ohio State primarily was money and role. That's the reason that he left the first time, especially his role and also the opportunity to try something new, to, to, to move on to a new experience, a new opportunity, okay? When he left Ohio State, he got it raised by going to the Titans. He went from being cornerback's coach only. He didn't have a say in game planning or as a coordinator or anything like that. So he moved on to defensive backs coaches. The Titans had a new challenge, a new opportunity. This time around, he's returning to Ohio State by getting a substantial raise, number one, because he was making somewhere in the neighborhood, depending on what report you believe, 650, 700, 750,000, maybe 800,000 with the Titans. I've seen disputed figures on that, so I don't know what the exact amount is, but somewhere in the neighborhood of 700, $750,000, okay? So he's returning to Ohio State being one of the highest paid assistants they've ever had at $1.2 million. So right then and there, that'll get your attention. That kind of money an extra four or $500,000, almost close to doubling your salary. That's going to get your attention. But also the opportunity to come back with an expanded role because he's not just coaching corners now. He's going to be the defensive backs coach, so he'll be able to integrate not only his his schemes and, and uh, some of his development with corners, but also safeties as well. And that will play into the game planning because he is not going to be a true co-coordinator, but he will be assisting Greg Madison with the game plan each week by allowing that uh, integration with the preparation. He's also able, I think to be able to coach his unit better because he'll have corners and safeties. He can integrate the game plan within his daily coaching of the unit as a whole. So while Madison will be calling plays, Coombs will have a say in the game plan, and I think that'll work better with coaching his guys. I think that was the tough part the first time around. He didn't have say over the entire unit. He only had corners. He wasn't able to have a say-so in the game planning. I think adding these uh, these different angles to his roles and responsibility this time around was certainly a big factor for why he's willing to, willing to return. So I like what, what they've got him in, uh, the, the role that they have him in now. Now, the second part of the equation is how will he coach? I, I think the defensive backs turning to play the ball is an underrated or an overrated, overstated, let's, let's say that, overstated aspect of Coombs' initial ten, tenure. 
I don't think there's a defensive backs coach out there that actually teaches don't turn back to the ball. Because here's the thing. Ideally, and Jeff Hathley stated this best, you always, as a defensive backs coach, and he even said this, you generally always would prefer your guys look back to play the ball. But here's the thing. If you're playing man defense and you have a step behind your receiver, you don't want your guys turning back to the ball because then you could get burnt. Same way if you're in the end zone. If you're in the end zone, if you look back to play the ball sometimes in the end zone, you're going to get beat because there's not a lot of time that the ball is going to be in the air. And all it takes is one second to turn around. You've given your guy an extra step and they have a chance to catch the ball. That's Jeff Hadley talking. He even said this. This is this is remember he said this a couple times throughout the year. There's not a coach that actually doesn't want you playing the ball, but there are many situations on the field where you cannot afford having your guys turning around and playing it. Another thing to consider. I think we did see a couple times, a couple seasons where Kerry Coombs defensive backs seemingly they were perceived to not be turning around as much. But I also think there were a couple times where he coached a secondary at Ohio State that didn't play as well. They didn't play up to their potential. And another big difference is you have to remember, Ohio State was playing, at times, more primarily press man. They played a lot more man defense, especially than what we saw this year. So when you compare Jeff Halfley's defense this past season to Kerry Coombs in the past, it's not directly an apples-to-apples comparison. It's not necessarily a fair comparison. They did play a lot more zone this year, so the defensive backs were already facing the quarterback a little bit more and were in better position to play the ball. Whereas if you're playing a press man, sometimes you're going to be beat a few times. You're going to be behind the receiver. And remember, as Jeff Halfley has said, you don't want receivers turning around to play the ball if you've got a if you're being beat by even a step. So I, I don't I don't think that Coombs necessarily coaches exactly how Halfley does, but I think the differences in how the entire scheme has played out for Ohio State makes a difference in how they are perceived by Ohio State fans. And that's going to be changing because Kerry Coombs is going to have a different role than he had the first time around. Coaching corners and safeties also having a say in the game plan. I think that that will uh, align with his philosophy philosophy a little bit better than maybe the first time around. And maybe that's partially a reason why he left to go coach with the Titans in the first place, because he didn't have as much of a say in the scheme and personnel. And I think that makes a big difference and will make a big difference this time around. So, For Ohio State, as far as scheme and coaching is concerned, I think people need to go in with an open mind. I think you're going to see a different result than you may have perceived the first time around. Now, the big thing here is not just what's going to happen on the field, because we may see a big difference, we may not, between he and Halfley, but the recruiting, we know Kerry Coombs can recruit. He's going to come back, and I think he's going to make an instant impact it starts with trying to keep Cam Martinez in the fold as a defensive back commitment. And then they're going to turn their attention to 2021. Tony Grimes, a big 2021 cornerback recruit. Derek Davis, a huge safety recruit. I think Kerry Coombs is going to come back 
and pick up where he left off the first time around. Remember, he was responsible for guys like Okuda and Wade and Denzel Ward. So he had a lot of success recruiting defensive backs the first time around. You you can't help but get excited when you think about his potential as a recruiter. Ohio State needs us right now. They have to pick up and make up for lost time because they're short on bodies. Not so much quality, but they're short on numbers. So they need to get, uh, I think they need to get him in right away and start having success with the 2021 class after keeping Cam Martinez in the fold. So Kerry Coombs back at Ohio State. Let's ballpark this. As I said in the first segment, do not fret when assistant coaches go elsewhere. Ohio State will be okay. In this particular case, I think it's fair to question the scheme and the philosophy of Coombs versus a Halfley. I know playing the ball is big for everybody. I think that's being overstated, but we will see. I do think you need to give it a chance because I think the role that Coombs is playing this time around will be different than the role he played the previous time. So I think that is a fair question. We'll be in wait and see mode uh, wait and see mode on that. And the recruiting, I think that box is checked. We know what Kerry Coombs is going to do. Recruiting, he, he'll come in and be an instant impact guy as far as that is concerned. So Kerry Coombs is back at Ohio State. Defensive backs coach, co-defensive coordinator, helping assist in the game plan for this upcoming season with coordinator Greg Madison. That's going to do it for Locked on Buckeyes today. Thanks for giving us a listen as usual, your daily Ohio State football and basketball podcast. Hope you spread the word, spread the good cheer. All of your friends and family members, anybody you know that may enjoy listening to a a five-day-a-week Ohio State football and basketball podcast, please send them our way. We're on their favorite podcasting platforms, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many other third-party apps. Catch me on Twitter at KYLAM8. Catch the show at Locked on Buckeye. Thank you for giving us a listen. We'll be back on Wednesday with more Locked on Buckeyes.